When I need to send cash fast, the Western Union app is my go-to. And now you can send up to $500 for a $5 fee worldwide. All you have to do is download the app, choose the pay in cash option, then come in and pay at a participating Western Union agent location. Download the Western Union app today. Welcome to BassCast Radio, bringing you the best in local and national news in bass fishing, as well as interviews with some of the best anglers from all over the U.S. With your host, Brian Carter and Bruce Callis. Guys, we are back with another great episode of Basscast Radio. Mr. Bruce Callison. Well, me, Brian Carter. What's going on, Bruce? Uh, rain, man, rain. Yes, and Bruce uh, is correct. Born here today. Much needed rain. Is that right, Bruce? Oh, oh, definitely. I'm not complaining because we have it. I can tell you that now. Yeah, neither am I. Know, I, uh, I went out and fished this weekend. And... Go ahead, Bruce. Yeah, I said I know I went out and fished yesterday, and it was a beautiful day, but I wasn't going today. Yeah, I'm glad I was. I'm not getting grounded. I'm definitely glad I was not out there today because it it was windy. The pictures I took of the lake actually, a little. people people thought I was at the beach. <laughs> <coughs> the way that I mean, you know, yesterday was a nice cool start, but you know we had some wind. I mean, but it wasn't as bad as today was. Oh no, it definitely was not as bad as today. So. Yeah, glad is I mean. glad for the rain, not the wind, but we'll take what we get because we definitely need it. Um, Smith Mount Lake, I know, is a couple feet low, and uh, there's a lot of other lakes around here I know that are a couple feet low. So whatever we can take, we will. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll greatly appreciate. So yeah, um, yeah and I know ponds around here are down too. So yeah. So, Bruce, you fished yesterday, man. Tell us how it went for you, brother. <laughs> I did. Um, went up to uh, Chickahominy Lake, and uh, I fished with Tiffany up there uh, in the, uh, it's a VVL, um, what was it, it was a uh, Halloween thing tournament. Uh, it was three fish for the, per person on LinkedIn, uh, we actually had a man, he had, uh, I believe it was 56 and a half inches is what won it. Um, the fishing was tough. I mean, there were people out there that caught them. Right. Um, but they were people that knew the lake. Um, unfortunately, I don't get to go up there that often. Yeah. I made the right moves, the right spot. Um, they just weren't taking it. Uh, 
Tiffany started that morning off with a nice little pickerel. Then she proceeded to catch a nice little bass. And I didn't catch anything. I'm sorry, Bruce. It was a slow, slow day. We didn't catch, we caught nothing, nothing until about 4.30. Wow, that's unusual. And then Tiffany caught another one. Yeah, she caught a two and a half pounder. And I mean, we were in the areas where they should have been, but they were up in the grass beds and... You put it up in there, it's either they are there or they aren't. Wow. So, I don't know. It was tough. Um, learned a lot more about the lake, so the next time I go, I'll be ready for to catch some more. Every trip's a learning experience. There you go. So we that's had a, a great day anyway. We laughed. Well, that's good. I mean, what more do you want? You laugh all day long, and you, and you make a memory that'll last a lifetime. There you go. I spent two days. Yeah, on, for more than that. You're right about that. I spent two days on Smith Mountain Lake covering the um, Bass Quest uh, Classic. Um, had a good turnout. I mean, 45 teams fished the event, and um, Ross and Ross, Jeff and Clay Ross, won it again. They had a two-day total weight of 32.61 pounds, and they took home a brand new Nitro $30,000 bass boat. So congratulations to them. Um, today, Chad and Elliot Pilsen came in with a, the biggest bag of the whole entire event, weighing 20.85 pounds. Pretty daggone good. But, and they had the lunker as well. <clears throat> 6.79 pound lunker. No, it wasn't bad oh at all. It netted them a very good, very, very, very good payday for two days. So congratulations. Oh, definitely. But um, <laughs> congratulations indeed. So we look, you know, like I said, um, congratulations. I mean, the weights dropped off. I mean, I think it's 32, 32, 31, 29, 29, 28, 26. And then from there, but today a lot of bags were brought in <clears throat> and uh, helped out because yesterday was rough. Well, just reaffirms what I had, a rough day. Yeah, yesterday was really rough, but I mean, it's Smith Mount Lake, you know, cloudy all day long. Man, I love to have a day like that up there. I, I, you know, you don't want the rain, but the cloudiness, woo. Definitely take it. Definitely take it. Oh, yeah. I mean, now all we got to do is get you out on the water somewhere. Well, I'm, you know, I'm fishing <clears throat> my tournament trail this year with uh, Chris Brummett. So, I'm, 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 I'm getting out there. It's just hard. It's, it really is. I mean, I, you know, it's. Even I had 35 boats last week, and that and week four last, I mean, well, it would be last Saturday, last Saturday, and uh, I was blessed to have that. But it's it's hectic when you're doing, you know, a tournament trail. You're the tournament director. The payout. I was blessed. Aaron showed up, helped weight fish, and um, that was great because that helped me tremendously. And then um, we had. Austin, him and his dad 
came up and uh, they helped with the uh, way slips and a payout so that was great so that right there helped out tremendously and I wouldn't have been able to do it without them so thank you oh definitely <clears throat> when you're fishing it that cuts into your fishing time too yeah and it, you know I, I feel last one out first one in yeah, and a lot of them, you know, you got to get in, you got to get everything straight. And, uh, yeah. When it's, you know, the last couple of years, I just go up there, kind of take my time, get up there about 30 minutes early, set everything up, have everything ready, payouts already done, sorry in envelopes, everything's ready. And when you're doing it yourself and all, you know, not all, but part of it yourself on that end, yeah, it gets kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, uh, we're going to get tonight's show kicked off, man. But first of all, we always got to thank our sponsors, you know, Stanton River Outdoors, Alta Vista, Virginia, you know, right around the Christmas holiday season. Um, I'm 100% against, uh, I mean, at for buying local. So check out Stanton River Outdoors. And if they don't have it, go over to our other sponsors and, uh, Head to Dick's Sporting Goods. So thank you to Dick's. They're sponsoring our um, Lunker Challenge for the 2017 Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail. Parkway Marina, host of the Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail. BassBoatForSale.com. Looking to buy a boat or sell a boat. You can do it all on BassBoat. The number four sale.com. And guys, we're selling boats. I align it. Boats are moving off that website and they're moving on. And it's, I you guys got to get on there. I'm trying to build up the Virginia following. Florida is already there. Texas is there. North Carolina is there. Tennessee is there. Um, let's get some Virginia people on there. Let's get your boats up on there. And let's let's uh, let's get them sold for you. Grego Lures, Missile Baits. You guys saw my Instagram post. I ran into John Cruz today at Sheets out on uh, 460, and that was pretty cool. So he has. Oh yeah. He told me that, uh, yes, hit, uh, the giveaway sponsorship will continue for 2018 with Missile Baits. So glad about that. <clears throat> Grey Goat Lures, you can pick up his uh, spinner baits down there at uh, Stanton River Outdoors. Make sure you head down there and pick up um, spinner baits from Grey Goat. And then uh, Diablo Custom Baits, Bill, I, I don't know, are they are they... Are they in the store yet, Bruce? Or are you, I haven't been. I haven't been in a couple of weeks, so I really don't know. I haven't been by there. Um, the last I talked to Bill was he had a couple more to get to finish the order out, and then they would be in there. Um, so I haven't been up there yet to see. Um, but I know he's been working hard on getting that the order put together for him. Because I mean, the first order you put in is going to be huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you got to have everything. Yep, you got to have all your colors, all the sizes, so, all that stuff. So, Bill's been working pretty daggone hard, and he's a roller. Vertical flipping. Oh, lures. yeah. Um, Doomsday Tackle and Z-Bake Company. So, we want to thank all of our sponsors for help making this thing successful for uh, 2017. Um, while we're talking about giveaways, there's only a couple days left in this month's giveaway. 
So go to the basket. Go to the basket. Huh? Come on and get entered. Yep, go get entered. Go to the basket. Go to the basscast.com, click the giveaways button, and get entered. So do it today. <clears throat> but we're going to take a quick commercial break. And uh, guys, we'll be back with uh, Mr. Captain Dale Wilson. What you need now through September 22nd, all new firearms are on sale as well as select ammunition and cleaning supplies. Plus, get 10% off on all special orders of any item not in stock, including tree stands. All fishing gear and boats are on sale if you mention you heard us on Bass Cast Radio. Want to get a custom fishing rod for that special person? Get them for 10% off right now through September 22nd. So come on down to Stanton River Outdoors at 508B Pennsylvania Avenue, Alta Vista, Virginia, or call 434-608-2601. Stanton River Outdoors for all your outdoor needs. All right, guys, we are back with Captain Dale Wilson. What's been going on, Dale? Hey, Brian. Uh, been a different week. Uh, you know, things are starting to change real quickly. Yes, it has. Had some cool weather and some rain, and uh, didn't put a lot of color in the water way up the river. I was way up uh, next to Hardy this morning. Uh, the water does have a little bit of color to it for a mile or two up through there. A lot of bait fish showing up up the river right now and the strikers have started to move uh they're they're different than they were two weeks ago a lot of fish on the lower end of the lake still some scattered fish some breaking fish uh all different times of the day normally it's early and late but they've been breaking mid-afternoon mid-morning uh compared to you know first thing first daylight and last thing in the afternoon and things going to really change, especially after we've got another rain coming this weekend. Yes, uh, we do. Supposedly quite a bit of rain. And it's going to be cold. The water temperature has come way down. It was uh, uh, 62 degrees this morning up the river. Uh, down the lake, it's still like 64 or so. But uh, things are starting to change, and uh, the fishing's going to change. Sometimes it gets really tough. Uh, to catch stripers and bass this time of the year because the places where the bait go, it's so much of them that, you know, you, you're competing with the world of bait fish to try to, uh, to catch a bass with a lure so, or a striper. Right. And they feed at night when people think uh, all, all this next month, you know, a few people that fish at night have real good luck if they uh, know what they're doing and know where to find them. Uh so that's what's going on. It's a, a transition time of the year. Everything's changing. Uh, the bait fish makes the makes everything else change when they move. You know, the, the fish have to move with them if they're going to feed and feed up for the winter. So that's the big pattern right now is find the bait and uh, be there when the fish are feeding. Yeah, we uh, we actually hooked a nice striper this past weekend in the Basscast Fall Tournament Trail on top water. And uh, they were just schooling. I mean, they were you could just hear them popping left and right. And we were hoping maybe we could catch a bass up underneath all that noise. Because it's a lot of noise. Yeah, sometimes they together. You know, your bigger bass will sometimes move with them. Uh, there's a white perch. There's a lot of them, too, along when you're uh, fishing crankbaits or anything, a strike or a bait or a bass that spinnerbait you'll catch the white perch too and uh but i think thing sometimes smith man can get really tough this time of the year you know the water gets really clear 
Yes, it has. It's still down two and a half feet or more. It come up a little bit, but not much. Uh, so we're going to have to, uh, hopefully, we'll get enough rain this, this weekend to make an impact. The ground finally got a little bit of moisture back into it, but, you know, most of it's going in the ground unless it pours and it's... Uh, just hadn't done that yet. Uh, hopefully, we don't have enough rain to make a impact on the lake level. Which will, when the water comes up, these fish tend to rise. When it goes down low, they seem to back off. You know the structure and get go to a little bit deeper water. So, still some fish schooling, not a lot. Some days, you know, better than others. It all depends on the weather situation. The fronts coming in, and the day before, usually they feed the best. And uh, but you get that wind out of the northwest or the east, uh, any east wind, you sort of knocks your top water fishing in, in the head, so to speak. How are you guys finding some of the stripers? What are you guys using to catch them? Well, I'm, um, actually, you can catch them on a lot lot of different things okay. right now. You can catch them on red fins if they're breaking, uh, flukes with no weight. Uh, you should assume flukes with a full wild extra wide gap hook. They're breaking and you throw it into them. Uh, that's probably as consistent of things you can catch them on. Any type of poppers, zero spooks, uh, big gunfish, those type baits. And I'm still throwing um, or casting uh, wise. I'm using a half, three, three eighths to a half an ounce head with a Zoom Super Fluke in the shed, natural color in this clear water. And all of that works. You know, I can still catch a few jigging off end of school Saturday. Probably have several hundred in it. Oh, wow. We caught fish out of vertical jigging, but uh, that'll sort of taper off, you know, as these uh, the bait gets shallower and shallower. Uh, there'll be some topwater fishing. Stripers also move to the back of the coves, the big creeks, uh, especially at the end of this month and early uh, November, depending on how quick it, uh, the water cools off. So it's yep. a lot of different ways to catch them. You, you can find the bass and the stripers pretty much uh, where the most bait fish are right now. Now, the Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail first stop, and we have 18 plus pounds on that. So, how are a lot of people, you know, with the bass fishing? What's your thoughts on that the next upcoming weeks? Well, uh, it'll be fish caught a, a lot, a lot of different ways. I think. Uh, the fish were caught mostly schooling the first place team. So they said were caught schooling and they didn't catch a keeper or get to upgrade. And after that, one, one area that they found these fish in, see the feast of famine on these schooling fish. Right. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot more fish caught on the jig, crank uh, baits and spinner baits if we get the right kind of, you know, weather, if we get the wind, cloudy day, crank bait and spinner bait will work a lot better. And I look for this, you know, There'll be some quality fish caught, and I think the weights will still take up in the 15 to 18 pound range uh, to do you any good in your upcoming tournament. Well, Dale, how can you be found, my friend? First of all, let me tell you this. Thank you uh, for the lake report, guys. The uh, Smith Mountain Lake Lake report for the month of November is up now, so please hit the share button. But uh, thank you for sending that. But how can you be found, Dale? Uh, the best way is just uh, go to my website, uh, com, and all my information, it's contact form on there if you want to book a trip online. Uh, 
or you can call me on my cell phone. It's uh, 540-874-4950. And uh, I look forward to seeing you folks out on the water. Good fishing. Yes, sir. Dale, thank you for coming on and taking the time to talk to us today. And we look talking to you again soon in the near future. Thanks, sir. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. All right, guys, we are back. With Mr. Jason Baggett of Contingency, no stranger to Basscast Radio. What's going on, my friend? Hey, Brian, how are y'all doing? Man, we are doing great up here in Central Virginia. It's a beautiful 60-degree day. Well, we got some beautiful weather here in Arkansas. No complaints here. Man, 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 man. So what's been going on, my friend? We haven't spoken in a while, and... Uh, We've been trying to cross paths, but uh, what's been happening on your end? Talk to us. Well, well Brian, we've, we, we've been busy. I mean, we always appreciate your support and, and understanding of what we've got going on. And, you know, when we come back from the, uh, the FLW Tour uh, event there in South Carolina, we yep. had, again, we had an amazing event there. Um, then we went to the Alabama Trail Championship uh, on Logan Martin Lake near Pell City, Alabama. Had an amazing Amazing t- uh, three days there. Uh, the the ABT staff they just really welcomed us. They understand what we're doing. Uh, they've bought into what we're doing. Not only for the the events, you know, the the, the tournament trails themselves with bonus loop and contingents, but the anglers themselves. They they're they're really starting to recognize what we're doing uh, for them, um, and. So with all of that being said, we knew going into the fall that we had uh, some products that we're, we're going to start releasing, and, and they're not necessarily tangible products, um, but we just released yesterday one of uh, the newest products that, uh, that we are very fond of. It's called Contender, Okay. Uh, C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-R, and we, we, we've, we've always felt like we're, we're very innovative in what we're doing. Uh, again, you know, we, we, we were the first to launch a bonus program directory online. Uh, we were the first for that. We're still the first for that. Um, but the contender.com, what that does is it focuses on the stories of the people and their passions. Um, we, we, re- we realize that there's people that talk about other people, but, but they don't real. They talk about, you know, the essentials of the tournament. They don't talk about the pitfalls, the the right. failures, and the and the small little mountains that they've had to climb to get where they are. And we're not talking like you know FLW tour event guys and and Bassmaster Elite guys. We're talking about this could be your weekend warrior. This mm-hmm. could be uh, a BFL angler. This could be the tournament organizer. This could be the MC there. This could be Brian from, you know, the Basscast. Right. And, and, and the reason for that is, is there's always someone that's wanting to do something. And 
where do they start? They go to Google. They, you know, how do I do this or how do I do that? Well, Contender is going to be a, it, what it is, is a storytelling collective of people and their passions. You know, ha, you know, what kind of, you know, uh, path did they take? What, uh, what's their story, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Well, we launched it yesterday. We launched it with a story about my mom. Yeah, I saw that. Is, is the person that, in, yep, yep. My mom is the one who instilled the passion that I have to this day about fishing. And it's not always about just catching fish. It's, you know, our, the fishing industry as a whole uh, supports each other. If someone sees each other broken down on, on the water, we're going to stop and help. Um, if, if you need a, another bag of worms or you need just some worms to get through the day, you know, if we've got that color or that style, us anglers, we're going to help that guy. Right. So we, I wanted the first story to be about the person, you know, albeit my mom, who, who started that passion for me. And when we, we, we did a very silent release, we didn't make, you know, too big of bones about it. Um, but it just kind of blew up yesterday. We had um, a, a ton of site traffic on there. But if you notice on the website, it's not just about us. We want you to say, hey, I've got a story about this kid or, or this woman angler or you know, whoever. You can submit yourself. You can even submit uh, an idea to, for a story. And okay. we're always looking for writers. So that's kind of where we started with this. And uh, again, we, when we first kind of started you know, molding the idea, I talked to some very influential people in the, in the fishing industry, mm-hmm. some writers, some people that uh, are well-known on social media. And I said, do you think that this has merit? And they said, oh, man, this is amazing. This is a, you know, just a, you know, a really good idea. Because no one really knows the story about so-and-so. Um, you know, you don't know that, um, you know, some, you know, some people that are close to me know that my mom battled cancer for most of my young, you know, young life, but someone else may not. Right. And so that's what we're doing with contender. And, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're really proud of it. That's awesome. So how is this thing set up? I haven't had a chance to be on the website. Do they just write a story? Is there a minimum? I know um, Google does have a minimum of words. You need at least 500 words for Google picks it up. Yep. But um, right, right. They send you a story and a photo, and you will post it. Or how does it all sure. go? Yeah, yeah. How how, how we've got it? Um, the the model that we're working on right now is there's a contact us page. Okay. And they can contact us through that from contender.com. And what we'll do is we'll look at the story, and then we'll be in contact with that person. Uh, we, we'll, you know, our, the writers that we have working for us right now, and the writers that we'll, we'll pick up along the way, um, we'll, we'll we'll focus in on a the person, b the story, then then three the imagery. Right. So we don't want to be the actual writers of of all of this content. Uh, you know, initially we are because we're starting the website. But we also want this to be a foothold or a, a kind of a gateway for, for people who want to get in the fishing industry or want, want a, a job um, or, or an option to write. So this can be a really good stepping stone for those who are wanting to write, um, you know, maybe not about themselves. It may be about someone mm-hmm. that's very, 
uh, influential in their life, whether it be you know a podcaster or a term angler or an MC or or, or whatever. So, um, with that being said, it's kind of a twofold type website. A, it's about the person and their passions, and then B, it's about the the person writing it. So. Yeah, we're, we're trying, again, to try and do something different for the industry that adds a positive light for the industry as a whole. Oh, yeah. Because there is a lot of negativity, not necessarily negativity, I want to say, but there's a lot of, how do you want to say it? There, I don't know. It's a hard no, word, to, yeah, it's a hard yeah, word I, to say. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it is. And, and that's, that's kind of where you know we're passionate, not only about the fishing industry, you know, a lot of us hunt, a lot of us, you know, are involved in motorsports. And so we're taking this, these ideas and, and pushing them into those different industries slowly, but surely, um, contingent is, is no different than contender. It, it won't just solely survive in the fishing industry. That's where we started. That's where our passion yeah. is, but you know, contender, you know, equally, there may be a story about a CrossFit person on there. There may be a, a story about, um, you know, a, a motocross guy. You just right. you just never know what what kind of stories are going to pop up on there. And we're going to publish a story a week. Uh, it'll be published, you know, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and and we've already got about thirteen stories lined up from here on out. That's awesome uh, about already. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, um, you know, again, when when we took the idea about contingents and even tender. People really took to it. They're like, hey, this is something new. It's fresh. It's innovative. Uh, and, and so we're going to keep pushing that rock up the hill with these different products that we're going to be releasing. And Contender happens to be the first of many we're going to be releasing over the course of six to eight months. That's awesome. That is, that's something pretty cool. I mean, you know, content is always fun when you're trying to get content. Content can break or make a website doesn't really matter what website what it is but knowing you got 13 already that's pretty good yeah and and what you're gonna what you'll find is these the stories that you know these articles tell they're about average people they're about people who you know who are at the the apex of their game right um you know, a, uh, a story that we're, we're going to be working on and going to be releasing here very soon is about Robin Howell, who's oh, a cool. wife to Randy Howell. Yeah. Yeah, Robin is a close – yeah, Randy and Robin are both close personal friends of me and my wife. Um, but, you know, they have a story. You know, they, they always want um, that, that, uh, that, that power couple in the Elite Series. You know, they, they had a rough start, you know, just like everybody else does. So, but mm-hmm. they have a story. And they're good people. They're really good people. But, you know, there's a lot of other stories out there, too. And, and that's why we set the website up how we how it is so people can submit their own stories and say, hey, you know, I, I've got a story that, that maybe it can help a young angler. Maybe it can help a young female angler. Um, you just never know how, how this content can help other people. And that's really the basis of it is just – a, being innovative, and B, trying to help someone else through other people's failures or even their successes. Awesome. So let's 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 turn back to your uh, original websites. You know, you got contingency and all like that. Yeah, what's 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 been going on? What's been going on with the uh, with that? <laughs> I we well um, we we've got some really 
secretive stuff going on. Um, we, I, we, yeah, yeah. We, I can't really say a whole lot about it, but okay. When 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 we was in South when we was in South Carolina, I, I have a really bad tendency to listen to people um, while we're talking. I want to know what their thought processes are, you know. And when we was in South Carolina, we had a lot of people come up and say, "Man, I love what y'all are doing." This is so, so unique, so innovative. Then we went to Alabama Trail uh, Championship, and people, again, man, I really love what you're doing. But then there was this, this, this kind of disconnect. There was people not fully understanding about bonus program. Yep. So we come back from, from both of those shows. We put our heads down together, and we, we listed everything out that what we heard the consumer or the competitor, or you know, i.e. the angler, talk yeah. about. So, so we've got, um, you know, we're working on bonus week still. We're going to be working on that. We're working on that app. We okay. hope to have it done by the first of the year. Awesome. Um, again, that, yeah, that has never been done. It's 100% innovative. Um, and it, it, and it, it helps not only the angler, it helps the company and the event organizer. So we'll have that app done hopefully really quick. But we've got, we've got some other products that are going to be first of its, first of its kind again and how we've structured these is to help anything any anyone who fishes high school tournaments okay all the way up to the elites or the flw tour so we we have you know our boots are on the ground we're listening to, to anglers we're listening to companies and we're trying to create solutions for current problems okay and so again, we're going to have to touch base here and call about another two or three weeks about the the next product we're going to be releasing in November. Um, it's going to be a head turner. It's it's going to really it's going to change. It's going to change multiple aspects of the fishing industry. That's awesome, man. Guys, I had the opportunity to meet Jason almost a year ago in Tennessee, and uh, he had a big old booth and is all by himself and. Uh, had a television talking about the great products and everything that's come and over the it ain't even been a year this thing has blown up and just where you have gone in less than a year right well i figure at least a year because it's been less than a year since i met you but i yeah. know you've been working on it long before that this thing has grown big time i mean it's it's huge no other way to say yeah it. and that's <laughs> yeah, but we still have a lot, you know, we, we kind of held back the reins on it a little bit. We want to grow slowly, uh, but moderate, moderately. We don't want to be an overnight success because then you don't have time, you don't have enough time to, to, to work through some of the problems. And, you know, if you go to contingents.com, you'll notice that some of our website has changed just a little bit over the course of the last two to three weeks. In fact, I published... Um, just a post on Facebook the other day, noticing some of the changes and saying, "Hey, you know, hang with us. We're working on things, um, or, or, or we've added a uh, an online um, shopping area, and that's going to be key to one of the products we're going to be releasing." Uh oh. Um, it, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, that's where we're going to release it, and that's where the focus of it is. So we're working hard on getting that 100% done, secure. The site right now is 100 uh, percent secure from a from a sales perspective. Right, right, right. But um, we've got some really good things going on, and awesome. and you know, and like you said, we met at the East Tennessee Fishing Show, and 
that show right there really helped us. Um, it brought us out towards the east, and you know that's where we met, obviously. Yep. Um, but we're going to be we're going to be uh, releasing that. That will be our first show for our new booth concept, and this concept will be a very tangible, interactive type booth. So anglers, companies, competitors, even the the tournament uh, uh, organizer, organizers themselves can actually see what we're doing, what they're missing out on, and how we can help them, A, with the bonus programs, but A, collect the money that, that they're trying to win through the bonus programs. That's awesome. So, yeah, we've got a lot going on, but from now to the first of the year, they really need to, to be you know paying attention to our social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and that's where we're going to be releasing all of this stuff slowly but surely. And then we'll release the tangible aspect of it in January in, in Knoxville, Tennessee. Cool. Well, tell people out there how you can be reached and how you can be found, as always. Sure. Our website is contingents.com, C-O-N-T-I-N-G-E-N-S-E.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and they can follow us there. They us there. We... We, we take great pride in answering any questions within, you know, 12 to 24 hours. And they can always contact us at, you know, contact at contingents.com. Awesome. Well, Jason, it's always great to have you on the show. It's always great to see what you have coming out next. And, uh, man, if there's anything we can do to help you, please let us know. We're here for you. Well, Brian, I appreciate you know your support. You've been a big uh, a big help in, in, in helping us getting the word out to, to your your readership or your listeners. And uh, you know we, we value those kind of partnerships, and you do a really good job. And man, we're just thankful to call you our friend. We really appreciate you and what you do. Thank you, man. We appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll be talking to you again soon. You bet. We look forward to it, and um, thank you very much, Brian. We appreciate your time. Hunting season is here, and Stanton River Outdoors has what you need. Now through September 22nd, all new. Points. Cash. Gear. Sports. With a Dick Scorecard. You earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. All right, guys, we are back with George Thomas, owner of the Hook Pal. What's going on, George? Hey Brian, appreciate you giving me a call. There, we got got some new stuff coming out that's taking off pretty good for us. You know, we're right excited about it. I guess you heard about the, uh, you know, the Hook Pal tool, of course. But oh, uh, yeah. we came up with a new little invention called the Hook Gal, which is a uh, it's a trailer hook, and it has feathers wrapped on it, attached to it, and uh, it seems to be doing pretty good for us. It, it attracts a lot of fishermen too, you know. So. Uh, but what it is, we, we ran across uh, a manufacturer of a hook called Zone Lock. I don't we ever heard of it. Nope. Z-O-N-E-L-O-C. And it's a great hook. They make all kinds of worm hooks and, and trailer hooks. So we, 
we came across this company that wanted to work with us a little bit. So uh, uh, last year I was fishing a little bit, and I had a friend of mine make me some spinner baits that had a a long four or five inch trailer attached to the uh, spinner bait. And me and my buddy were fishing one day, and I think I caught ten or eleven fish, and he hadn't caught anything. I'm saying, you know what? There must be something to this feather right here, you know. So it, it brought back some memories of me that, you know, feathers are starting to come back as far as trailers and stuff. I mean, every jerk bait I throw has a treble, treble hook with feathers on it. You remember the pop R's used to have mm-hmm. feathers on it. Yep. And believe it or not, up at Smith Mountain where where you live, we used to fish a uh, a white bucktail that had a green feather in it, and that thing was it's like a boxing glove type of you know jig head and. We catch the heck at them stripers up there. So that brought back some memories of me about feather fishing. And I'm sure Dale Wilson's got some of those uh, those white, uh, you know, jigs with, with the feathers in it. That was a hot lick up there at one time. So I got to thinking about it. I said, you know what? I said, if they're making a, a feather, a long feather on a spinnerbait, why not make a trailer hook that has feathers on it, you know? So I got, a, I got with a real good uh, guy that, that makes baits. And uh, we came up with an idea to to come up with like five different colors to try it out, you know. Okay. And uh, white chartreuse, white pink, white purple, whatever you know. And so, uh, and the hook is just a fantastic hook. You need to check out this zone lock hook; it's unbelievable. So, uh, we put our heads together, and he started wrapping these uh, trailer hooks for me. And uh, I sent some to a, a fishing pro. I'm not going to name his name on the on the internet but anyway i said take these right here and try them out i sent them five different colors so he 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 sent me a real positive response back to it says he really likes that he used it you know and and that i should market it so uh we put it together and deborah and me put it together and we got it out on the market on our on our website for sale we're just going to sell them right now on off our website okay and i think amazon's got them too so it it works real well and of course, you can use it on a spinner bait or buzz bait. But I let me tell you what I found. I haven't fished a spoon in 30 years, right? So I got my head together. I said, you know what? I'm getting ready to go fish on a river up here, and the water's extra low. And those yes, smallmouth and all, they lay up in them ledges. You know how they do. Yep. And uh, so anyway, I took this feather trailer hook and put it on the back of a quarter ounce Johnson Silver Minter spoon. Like I said, I haven't fished one in 30 years. So when when I brought that thing through the water, I like to fish a bait like that just below the surface of the water. You, you keep eye contact with it all the time, just like a spinner bait. And when that thing comes through the water, Brian, that thing looks like a, a, a fish swimming. You know, with a regular spoon, it kind of wobbles. But when you put this trailer on the back of a spoon... It gives it an effect just like a fish is swimming. It kind of look, look, looks like a snake coming through the water. Oh, wow. And that thing is unbelievable. I can't wait to try it up on the river this, this coming week, you know, to see what it does. And uh, I'll get back with you on it and give you a report on it, you know. But we're, we're excited about what we've got going on. And the good Lord's working in this situation. And, you know, we put tracks in every every package yes, with do. the hook gal, which, you know, so we... That's what it's all about. It's not about making no money. We're not gonna get rich, and don't care about getting rich, you know. So, but uh, it's it's pretty cool little idea, you know. And I'm thankful we got it going on. Yeah, I know this uh, this track right here is by Ron Linder. The end mm-hmm. of the line. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So, 
What's yeah. the so beside the hook? What are the feathers made out of? The feathers are like a four inch long. We got two different lengths. We got a shorter feather, which is the colored feathers. The longer feather is a white. It's called a saddle hackle feather. Okay. And it comes off the like the back of a chicken, for example. It's the longer feathers. Okay. And uh, the feathers come in pink and purple and chartreuse and lime green and blue. Of course, every one of them has a white feather in it, which is the most attractive one, I guess. It's the longer feather. Yes. Uh, but it's just got tremendous action in the water, you know. So I guess times are changing a little bit. You know, people experiment with different stuff and all. You know, you take a swim bait, for example, when it comes through the water. All you're seeing is like the tail waggling back and forth, you know. That's all, yep, that's but what you're you, looking for, the you paddle put, tail. If you, yeah, and if you, but if you put this trailer on the back of a spoon, you have to try it to see what the, a quarter-ounce Johnson spoon, you would not believe the action that this thing has got, man. It's just, I, I can't wait to fish it next week on the river to see what happens, you know. So, uh, but you know that, like I said, the feathers come in different colors. It's hard to find a pink, a pink chicken, you know. <laughs> what we do, <laughs> what we yeah. do is we, you know, a pink or short. Hey, wait, you seen a chartreuse chicken lately? You know, no, no, no. We dime. We take his feathers and we dye them the right colors we want. You know, so the guy I'm working with is just a well-known bait manufacturer, and he's making them for us. And we're he's been wrapping jig heads and baits and all kinds of stuff for 40 years. You know, so I'm that's not awesome. gonna say his name, but he's just well known, especially around the Virginia area. You know. Well, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, we're excited, man. We... So that they're available right now on your website. How much do they retail for? They retail for three ninety nine a piece. Uh, if you go on Amazon, you can buy all five of them. We just put all five of them. You know, just uh, I think nineteen ninety nine for all five of them. You know, so you got a choice of your different colors if you get all five of them. You know, everybody's got a preference on what they want. Some people want solid white, which is okay. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, I know they'd work real well up there where you're at, up in the mountains up there on that Smith Mountain Lake, you know. Cool. We'll have to definitely try out the white up there on Smith Mountain Lake. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. So your Amazon account. I got local guys. It's heard of. Go ahead. Go ahead. Your Amazon account. I got local local guys that's coming by the house here that heard about it, and they're coming to my house to buy them. You know, hey, I heard about this thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah, we we had three people come by here this week just wanting to buy them, you know. So that's so we're awesome. starting to get out, you know. And, yeah. Well, we're gonna help spread the word about do. it ourselves, and plus here on the show. But um, you're if they if they want to buy them off Amazon, is there is it under the hook gal trailer or is it under the hook pal? It'll be under the hook gal. Okay. The hook gal. So you guys can go on Amazon. Yeah. And My wife came up with that name. My wife came up with that name. She says, the hook pal's got a new gal. <laughs> <laughs> you know how women are. They, she came up with that idea. And I'm, it's pretty cool. It worked, it worked for us, you know. Well, but, girls are like feathers, so I mean. Oh, yeah, all these fancy pinks and greens and stuff, you know. So I said, okay, then we, we'll go with that name, I guess, you know. It'll I, work. I think, I, think it's, I think it goes yeah. together really, really well. So, like I said. Guys, make sure you go check out the Hook Gal, brand new from the guys, the owners in the original, the Hook Pal. Um, Hook Pal, like you said, you know, you can still purchase that in stores um, as well as on their website. So make sure you guys do that. The HookPal.com is where you can find it. 
I know you guys are on Facebook and are you, I believe you guys are on Instagram as well too, aren't you? Yeah, Deborah does all that social media, and I do all the bull work, so that works out good for us. You know, there you she go. Stays on top of that game pretty well. Well, I've got um, I'm I'm working with a couple stores here locally, and uh, hopefully in 2018 we can get these in some of the local stores here in uh, Central Virginia. So we'll be talking about that later. But uh, thank you, George, for coming on with us today and talking to us about the new Hook Gal, and uh, we wish you the best of luck with it. And we know it's going to be a great new product for you guys for 2018. So thank you. Thank you, Brian, for calling, buddy. You all have a good day now. All yes, right? sir. Hunting season is here, and Stanton River Outdoors has what you need. Now through September 22nd, all new firearms are on sale, as well as select ammunition and cleaning supplies. Plus, get 10% off on all special orders of any item not in stock, including tree stands. All fishing gear and boats are on sale if you mention you heard us on BassCast Radio. Want to get a custom fishing rod for that special person? Get them for 10% off right now through September 22nd. So come on down to Stanton River Outdoors at 508B Pennsylvania Avenue, Alta Vista, Virginia, or call 434-608-2601. Stanton River Outdoors for all your outdoor needs. All right, guys, we are back with Jeff Francis and Brett Hatton. They were the winners of the Elite 70s event this past weekend on Bugs Island. They came in with a two-day total weight of 27.71 pounds. First of all, congratulations on your win, man, and uh, we appreciate you guys coming on and talking with us today, so thank you. What's going on? Yeah, man, thank you, guys. Yeah, we, uh, we're excited, man. And thank y'all for having us. So. Oh, thank you. The Elite 70s. I I will tell you this right now. I've talked to a lot of people who want to be a part of the Elite 70s, want to be in with the Elite 70s. You guys are probably some of the best anglers in Central Virginia. And, uh, you know, the last couple of years you guys have had your classic down at Bugs Island. You know, take us a little bit back, you know, prior to your practice did you practice for the event yeah we um we actually went down both of us uh we try and and this kind of reiterates to what you were saying to we both are, are um have our own boat so okay. we went down the weekend before and kind of try to split up the lake a little bit because bugs island can be so massive and um and we were able to um kind of break down and, and really pre-practice and try to get a feel for the lake. We hadn't been down there since the spring. We don't fish Bugs Island much in the summertime, so we were able to go down and uh, get a little bit of feel for it. The water is extremely low, so yes. it um, it made it challenging, to say the least. And we kind of we, we, uh, bumped around a little bit. Brent had a better practice day probably overall than I did. Um, and, uh, and so we had – some fish up the lake and some fish down the lake that we had in our minds, but uh, things really changed during the tournament, so it kind of kind of threw us for a curveball. Yeah, well, it was it was um, to reiterate what what Jeff said, uh, the low factor of the lake being you know five five and a half feet low. I've I've been on the lake a lot, uh, both of us together. We have fished quite a few tournaments together. I'd say you know fifteen twenty in our life and. I've fished it since I was a child. I, I've never actually fished the lake that low. So it was almost as important, I feel like, to 
to be down there just kind of to, you know, I mean, I have a, a lot of stuff in my mind and memorize of, of this, but right. it's a different ball game when, you know, it's at 301 and 295. So, um, but it did, like Jeff said, he, he actually spent Saturday down the lake the weekend before the tournament. I spent Sunday up the lake and, um, we actually, one of the areas was where we caught some of our better fish, um, that I had happened to have some bites in Sunday that sometimes doesn't work there. Uh, sometimes you can scratch everything you do in practice, but the, the bait was there. Um, the size of fish was, you know, a, above average. That's where the six pounder came from. Right. Um, and we actually had another really, really nice fish miss the bait in the same, same general vicinity. So it, it worked out. It was definitely um, beneficial, you know, from a, from an area standpoint and a, just to get a, like, like Jeff said, a feel for, you know, what the lake was like being that low. So, um, you know, it, it definitely did, did work, work out, uh, definitely as an advantage. Uh, with the lake being that low, what, give me some of the tactics or, you know, some of the things that you guys had to change, you know, it's, it's a mindset that you have to change when, you know, the water is that low. I mean, what, what, how did you guys have to, uh, break it down, I guess? Uh, uh, I, I would say, and, and Jeff can maybe tell you something different, you know, it was more, I mean, just seeing where I guess like, you know, for instance, stumps or mm-hmm. flat rocky points or whatever, just, you know, you're fishing some of the same stuff. It just, just more seeing which ones, you know, if a stump, if a stumpy point is really good at 301 and the stumps are all out of the water, then not good at two two ninety five. No. So no. um it was it was more or less just, just checking areas and seeing, you know, again we caught several fish. I mean I don't mind saying we caught several of our fish between both days off of stumps um okay. that were weighed in. Um but there's a lot of good stumps out of the water right now too. So it was almost like finding, you know, stumps that were three, four, you know, maybe even five, six foot deep and all, um, that had water on them. Um and, and again not knowing Knowing where stumps are, you almost just had to go again. Say, I, I mean, I've got a fairly good memory, but to say, oh, well, <laughs> it, these stumps are in ten feet, so it, 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 it at two ninety five, they're going to be five foot of water on them. Yeah, you just had to get a feel for, you know, what where everything kind of laid out. And you know, again, there was some stuff that I thought would be really good that 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 the water's just not up enough for it to be good. So it was you kind of like not necessarily learning the lake, just. Yeah. Um, more or less, I would say just seeing, seeing what's in the water and, and uh, again, assessing it at that level. Um, you know, and, and again, there was, I don't think we're going, if you talk to 40 teams, I'm sure the majority of the people you talked to caught some fish off of some stumps that were in, you know, fairly shallow water. Um, so again, it was a matter of just finding the ones that were, that looked right. And, uh, I'd say the biggest factor of the whole deal in practice and, and the tournament was was whether or not the wind was blowing. <laughs> um, so uh, that all that all factored in. If you found somewhere that was phenomenal as far as structure, rocks, whatever, and in the right depth range, and 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 there was no wind, we we seemed to really struggle. And I'm sure other people felt the same way. Wind is my friend. That's what they say. How much of a difference did it make? How much of a difference did it make with the level being down as far to the hazard level? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you another thing we kept commenting on too is man how clear it was the lake was just so clear especially down the lake it was 
pretty unbelievable. And, uh, and like Brent said, we've been fishing. I've been fishing that lake as a kid too. And to ride around and see the stuff and then what's in that lake is pretty mind blowing. It's just amazing how you'll see do nothing dead banks. And then all of a sudden you come up on a rock pile or you come up on stumps that, that we fished that area for a lot of years and you didn't really even know they were there. So, I mean, we definitely were fishing along and, and I made the comment to Brent multiple times, like, man, I didn't even know this stuff was out here or, or what I thought was out there. One or two, three stumps ended up being a couple hundred stumps. I mean, and same with rock piles and everything. It's just, it really is mind blowing when you get to fishing and the stuff that you're seeing, um, kind of puts that lake into, into perspective. Wow. Yeah, to, to answer answer the question about the hazards, uh, not to not um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it was definitely you had to pay a little bit more attention. Um, you know, I mean, because every everything's not marked. Um, you know, I mean, it, it was um, it was definitely some stuff that kind of um, you know jumped out at you that again, I you know, like Jeff said, that you didn't know was there. So you. Um, you know, I was real cautious in practice and running in the tournament that you weren't running across a point really close and, and uh, <laughs> you were in the middle of, a, of a, a big arm or a pocket or creek or whatever. You stayed more towards the middle and, and um, you know, paid attention more so than, than normal um, because of the, the water level. I mean, I heard, a, I think I did hear one guy say he, he uh, dinged his lower unit up uh, oh. the week before in practice. So, um uh, you know, you, you definitely have to pay attention. During during practice, man, how many spots did you guys end up oh, finding definitely. or uh, that had potential bait fish? Uh, I, I I probably found that that one between Sunday and then the day before the tournament was um, I would say three air just three areas and that's i mean one area might have been three three or four points together and right. one several pockets or something just and and nothing nothing vast not like a um and I, I jeff can answer as far as i mean i know he found several places that we felt like we could at least get some bites into so um but i you know bugs island is is uh has always been and it, it was like that like jeff said in the tournament it changed drastically it seemed like i mean thursday practice and, and and jeff more so than me um you know i thought we were going to catch them catch them one way and, and and that didn't pan out so um it, it 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 changes like i said very very uh quickly on you and um but we just had to just adjust kind of more so as far as what we were doing that we didn't really bail on areas as much as just changing the method of how we were fishing i thought we were going to catch them fishing slower and we we caught most of our fish uh on on top order actually you know but the the wind the wind was a was a real key and and there was one area that that was real real beneficial saturday afternoon um when when we finally got a little bit of a a breeze and it wasn't much but it was right. it was enough and and neither one of us had practiced there we just went went with you know, kind of knowledge of the area and, and knowing that, Hey, we got a little bit of riffle over here. Let's go see what we can do. And, and, uh, so I, I think really, like I said, I, honestly, that was probably as much of, of, I think we could have done what we were doing, um, you know, with the top order and all, I, I really mm-hmm. feel like we may not have won the tournament, but I, I'm pretty sure we could have done it from one end of the lake to the other 
if the wind had a blow, because it was about as slick still Saturday as I've ever fished that lake. Oh, wow. I, I've never, I mean, we were praying for a breeze. And it was, it was miserably still. Two days in a row, it was, it was unbelievably calm. Yeah, yeah. that, does, yeah, very that calm. <laughs> that it didn't start blowing Friday until the afternoon late. So, yeah. Now, on, on on clear body of water, and, and you know, I, I can remember going down there, like I said, as a child and all. My my dad used to tell me all the time, you know, the, the nastier the day, the better this lake is. And we definitely didn't have any nasty days. So um, we were we were like I said, we were we were praying for the wind, and we got just enough. I feel like to to where it it worked out. But um, anyhow. So going into uh, Saturday, definitely. Going into Saturday, day number one. Break it down for us, man. What, uh, how'd you get that great bag? That's you know, two consistent bags, if you ask me, and that's that's good for bugs. Yeah, we Friday. The first day of the term was Friday, so and and and, and we didn't really explain this. Oh. But I don't know that uh, everyone realized. Steve does a he does a phenomenal job um, with the Elite Seventies because he has a cutoff until the day prior to the tournament. So his classic was Friday and Saturday, so we practiced Thursday. That's so we correct. really, uh, we really like that cutoff uh, one-day practice. It really benefits, um, I feel, us and a lot of teams because uh, Brett and I are, are, you know, busy like everybody. So we don't have the time to get down there two, three, four days in a row to practice. But, mm-hmm. um, but no, Friday, the first day, first day Friday was, um, I mean, it, we had like little um, peaks and valleys, but. We started off real slow the first morning, and we picked up a few keepers. We thought we were going to catch our fish basically on plastic, you know, really slowing down. And I think we got like a small limit doing that, probably had 9, 10, 11 pounds maybe if we were lucky. And uh, and then we went up. Uh, we had gone up lake where Brendan found some of those fish, and the bait was there. And like he said, the wind started picking up, and, and – um, I said, man, I got to keep trying it. So we picked up topwater bait, and it was like a light switch, probably within about, I'd say, anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. Um, I caught a three-pounder, uh, caught another real good solid keeper. We went around the corner and had a real big fish come up on my bait twice, I'd say every bit of four or five pounds, and missed it. And then we went back around the corner, and the bait was flickering. I mean, it was just a perfect scenario, and Brent caught the uh, the six-one. <laughs> So it happened that fast, and uh, you know when you catch a six-pounder at Bugs Island, especially in the fall or any time of year really now, um, you know, it kind of goes a long, long way. So I'd say that was pretty much the turning point for us in the whole tournament. Yeah, you know, I've I've been dinner. I've been doing this thing for seven years now, and that's that's a great fish. I mean, coming out of Bugs, especially since Bugs had that virus in the last couple of years. You know, what was that, like two or three years ago, had the virus right. came through, and a lot of the population, I ain't going to say, I'm, died off, you know, and coming back, and the weights were really, really low, and to catch one of those, kudos to you, my friend. That's that's pretty daggone nice. Well, we, uh, I tell you, it was a, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful fish, and uh, we healthy were, looking. Yeah, we were, uh, Brent, Brent turned to me after I put him in there, and he said, Man, you're more excited than I am, and I really was. <laughs> it was it was pretty exciting. We've been doing this a long time. We've caught we've been blessed to catch a lot of good fish, but a six pounder at Bugs Island, like I said, no matter uh, what time of year, is pretty special, you know. 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Definitely. That's that's true. Big time. So going in day two on Saturday, um, you had a, like I said, would you have 13 something on day number one? Oh, 15. 15. 15. Yeah. How, how did day number two fold out for you? We, we, uh, we started day two basically where we left on day, day one. And, you know, knowing that, again, I can't, can't stress it enough that the wind was, was our friend. Right. And it was, it was a, a very, like I said, a, a very calm day. And we actually caught a couple of fish and we had actually, believe it or not, started in the same area the first morning and never, never had a bite. Um, and the bait was there and I, and I had, like I said, I looked at Jeff the first morning and said, man, I know they're here. The bait hadn't gone anywhere. Bass hadn't left if the bait's here. They just, you know, I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're wanting to eat this time of year. And, and, um, so we started there again, knowing that, Hey, if we could just get some wind and, and we knew we didn't have it. And, but you, you can't bail on an area where you've seen, I mean, like, uh, like we said, I mean, that was two above average bites we saw within 20 minutes. Um, and, and a couple more really good solid keepers, you know, two and a half, three pound class fish. Right. Um, we started there the, the second day and, and we caught, I think three keepers, um, and had another bite, maybe just a, you know, and that might've been a smaller fish, I believe, but, um, Jeff caught a couple keepers really quick, but they were just keepers. They weren't anything, you know, out of the ordinary other than maybe a two pounder and, um, we just didn't have that wind. And, and again, it the same thing. A bait, bait was flickering just like it was the day before. And, um, it just wasn't enough, enough there to break the surface up. And, um, and I, I really feel like that, that in all honesty, um, that the wind was great by far the biggest factor, but as the sun got up, it seemed to be better. I mean, it was like they more clued into, but if it was calm or, or cloudy, or, 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 um, you know, early morning light and all, right. no ripple was no bites. <laughs> so, so, uh, we, we went back, actually, we just abandoned everything and went down the lake and, and started fishing, fishing shallow stumps. And, uh, Jeff caught a really, really good, you know, fish that really, uh, put us back into, you know, I guess into the mindset of, Hey, we can catch some fish like we, we did in practice on Thursday. And, and we and that was probably I'd say a three and a half to four pound class fish and um, caught on plastic and then we we uh, we did that for a long time saw fish blowing up several one really nice fish right beside us in shallow water blowing up on Chad and couldn't get him to bite and uh, <laughs> again it was just so slick still it was almost just I, I mean again I can't even describe how still it was there about midday and then uh, again, the, the wind just barely picked up and, and we, we, we went back to the, you know, the top order deal and caught, I don't know, I'd say we had, we caught four or five keepers again, almost like the first day weren't as big, but they were, it was a couple right. of good two and a half pound class fish in there. And, um, so that was, like I said, that was definitely the, we knew the whole time. I mean, even, you know, we talked about it. I mean, if the wind will just blow, if the wind will just blow and, and I know other people would have called them. I mean, again, we weren't the only people that were, were begging for that. I, I, you know, talking to people that have been fishing the lake and, and, and different stuff, the information you, you hear or doc talk, if you will, you right. know, everybody had said, man, if it's not windy, you're going to struggle. And <laughs> that's an understatement because, um, uh, I, it was, I really don't know how, I mean, you know, it, 
I guess Jeff could tell you, I mean, probably we, we had been fishing shallow with plastics for probably no more than 20 minutes and he caught that good one. And I'm like, Oh, great. You know, we're going, we're going to settle down. And we, it was, it was hundreds of stumps where we were between in a, in a, in a general area. And we, we were very comfortable where we were. We spent a lot of time. We've won a lot of money in this, in this area. Uh, and, and I'm like, Oh man, great. Well, we went about an hour and a half without another bite. So, so that, uh, that, um, you know, you quickly thought, man, I don't, you know, again, it just, uh, it was, it was kind of, uh, just hoping. And, and like I said, we were just blessed just enough to get a, get enough of it there towards the, the end of the day where we could, uh, you know, make something happen. And we were, you know, like I said, very, very fortunate and blessed, obviously the one fish he caught on plastic, but I, I thought, you know, we had turned the corner there and we were really, really, uh, light them up there for a while. And that, that just didn't happen. So, um, but anyhow yeah you guys are right about the the weather i mean bluebird skies 80 degrees bugs island just go home don't even fish i mean <laughs> I, if, the, if i was fun fishing i can assure you i, I would have wanted to leave at about 10 o'clock <laughs> yeah i mean that's that is yeah, we made that comment a lot of times <laughs> that is a hundred percent true like i said i yeah. and, and again i Seven years I've been doing this, and, you know, you think you go down there, oh, man, it's going to be a beautiful day. It's nice outside. There should be some good bags coming in. Ten pounds, 12 pounds, 10 pounds, 12 pounds. I'm like, where are the fish at? I mean, these are five fish for 10, 12 pounds. Yeah. I mean, sucks. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if y'all followed the Ang- Angler's Choice event. It was, I think, two weekends prior to our, our yeah. tournament. And, um, you know, we – Actually, Jeff sent me a text. That was, I, I think somebody had posted it on Facebook something the day before from the first day, and it was like three bags over 20 pounds. We actually, I talked to Jeff Coble when you know after the tournament was over, who finished second in that event as well as as the one we fished. And um, you know, obviously that goes without saying how good he is there. And um, you know, that was a windy and overcast day. I believe that that Saturday, their first day of their two day event, the angler's choice. And it was three bags over 20 pounds. I mean, 16, 17 was in the six, seventh range. Um, that just goes to show you they're there. Um, but the next day, the leaders, um, I think Gerald Beck and Rodney Sorrell won the tournament. Um, they did. It just edged out Jeff and David and they didn't, you know, I don't think, you know, through the grapevine you hear hear the the rumor real they didn't catch a fish before 12 o'clock you know and had caught 22 pounds the day before so um it, it, again we we kind of knew that uh going in i mean you know and again I, my dad years and, and another good friend of his would take me down there a lot as a child and, and i the worst days i ever remember in march and april or in the fall was when it, when it was calm and sunny um and and that's what we had for a, for a long long part of the day and I um uh, more power to the guys that figured out how to catch them but uh you know and I, and we kept saying throughout the day you, you know we're we're obviously in the boat together for 8 9 hours you you talk and you're contemplating this and and wondering about this and you know I I just knew that that somebody like Jeff Coble as far as the the, the amount of deep structure and the knowledge of the lake he has and the, you know, the, the caliber of fishermen that they both are. I, I mean, we both said they're killing them. You know, they don't need the wind. <laughs> and, you, and know, you know, I said that to him, at, you know, standing there, you know, through the grapevine, if I'm correct. And, and they, it, the reason why they lost, they had a dead fish. 
Yeah, that's what I heard. Yes, that's exactly right. I, I yeah, covered it. English toy we, shed. We and, covered um, it. Um, okay, okay, yeah. Um, but it, but even you know, in our tournament, you know, talking to him the second day and all, he said, "No, nah, the 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 wind." No wind makes it tough on on that you know deeper bite too. He didn't really you know elaborate, but yeah, he said they didn't bite very good for us either. So, um, like I said, just in general, again, it, it, it just just and not that not that we have nearly the knowledge of the lake at them, but you're right. I mean, every every if you go down there and it's a calm sunny day, uh, and you're going fun fishing, I I I would go look at another lake <laughs> if you had the option because it's it can be very very brutal. Um, and, and it really was, and that, I mean, you could, it was evident the weights dropped off. I know the guys that finished, uh, third, uh, George Lambeth and Billy Shelton and, and both are great fishermen and, and good guys and all. And I know they had a, a real good day, um, the second day and, and they caught a really good fish kind of like we did the first day to, to, to jump you up, you know, you've got to right. have that, but as a whole, um, you know, the weights, um, you know, another, another friend of ours that was doing real well, the first day, Kevin Young, who is also, you know, he's a, a, an above average fisherman down there. Um, he's won a lot of money and all. And I mean, um, you know, they, they struggled, you know, drastically the second day and, you know, compared to, you know, had 14 close to 15 pounds the first day. Um, so it was, it was, uh, it was, like I said, brutal to say the least. And we were just able to to do just enough, um, which is, is like I said, just a, a blessing. And I mean, we knew what to do. It was just, we were just, um, handcuffed by mother nature there for, for quite a while, but it all, it all worked out in the end. Just, just barely. Jeff, what's a, what's a tip that you can give a so young, what ang- what's a tip you can give a young angler on fishing stumps? I tell you, I tell you, a big key for us was in that clear water, stay as far away and make the longest cast possible. I think that was a big, 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 big uh, factor in that. I mean, we were really, really staying way off them them stumps because we were, we were in really, you know, especially the second day, we were we were down the lake, so we were way, uh, we were in really clear water. So right. I think people, I even told Brandon, we mentioned it. I mean, I really think when it's that clear and that calm and you pull a bass boat in there, um, and Brent mentioned this numerous times, and he's exactly right, <laughs> I don't care how quiet and how how still you can be, they know you're there. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> I think it's, I think, you know, yeah. and I learned Smith Mountain years ago. I mean, not only do you have to kind of go in this area, especially with no wind, um, you got to be super, super still, and you got to make super, super long casts. And I think that wind, when it picks up, that just kind of uh, is a, you know, it's kind of on your side because they, it was, I told Brent, I've never remembered being that much of a difference in the bite on just a little bit of ripple on the water opposed to being in a dead calm pocket. I mean, we would go hours fishing dead, dead calm water and not get a, a bite, and all of a sudden a little bit of gust comes through. Boom, mm-hmm. we catch two keepers. I mean, we, it was that big of a difference for us. Now, a lot of that might be mental, but after we talked to some close friends and we kind of discussed how the tournament went, I just, I don't, I don't believe it was that coincidental, <laughs> you know? Well, I have one more question. What were your key, bait? Yep, there you go, Bruce. That was my last question. Knock it out. They're be- they're, like I said, the top order was our best um, deal, and and I mean, 
it, it's no secret a, a spook. I mean, was I mean that's what the six pounder came off of. Um, the better fish the second day was actually a, a, just a shaky head worm, just a trick worm. Um, but but overall, I mean, you know, again, you hear the the doc talk and talking to friends and stuff, and I, I know a lot of people did really well. What they said, you know, had a lot of bites and some some success with the whopper popper. Actually, Jeff had had several bites on thursday you know and and uh we caught some fish on a buzz bait i think i caught a keeper or two the first first day on a buzz bait but the uh the better fish and all when when the wind was blowing for some reason and all like i said it was almost like the again well there's no question that the, we had more wind in the afternoon both days so um i don't know that they that the sunlight was a better factor um but we caught more fish in the bright sun um in the wind but the spook was definitely the, uh, the, I mean, no question, just a straight super spook. I mean, it was, uh, you know, the, the overall quality of fish that was hitting that seemed to be just a, you know, a little bit above average. Um, you know, not, not again, just whether it be the ones we caught, the ones right. we saw miss the bait or, um, you know, it was, de- that was definitely, you know, by far the, the key, um, it's, and, and, and again, I, I'm not knocking a whopper popper or anything else anybody comes out with. That that spook has been a good bait at Bugs Island for a long time. I don't I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. That's a it, it's um it's hard to beat it. It really is. Awesome, Bruce. Do you have any more questions for him? Um, no, actually. Other than where can I find my fish I need this weekend, but I mean that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think Bruce and I talked about that a little bit. You're on Chickahominy Lake, right? I am. Yeah, I think you, man. I tell you, um, I think you're going to have a good time. I heard it's some really, really, really big fish in there now, and I heard it's gotten. In fact, I, I was just telling Brent I'd like to go down there and start start fun fishing a little bit more because I heard it's some really, really. I don't know if they've come in from the river on high water or, or I don't know how that's transposed, but I heard of some really, really big fish in there now. Awesome. Oh, it is. I've seen some big ones in there, so it has really picked up. I don't know if it's because some people have transplanted some big ones in there. I've heard those stories, so I don't know. but uh, Or if it's just people hadn't been finding them and now they're just enough of them in there where they can find them. So. Yeah, I definitely think some of this Florida strain have gone into the lake somehow, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know I plan on going back a little further than what, what I used to. I believe it's, what, Turkey Creek back in the back, back in that area. Yeah, yeah, all those. Um, I fished that place with my dad as a kid, and uh, it wasn't nearly as good now, but I've heard of numerous eight, nine-pounders getting caught throughout the year. Woo. Well, we hope you get one, Bruce. That way you can tell us all about it. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be talking about my win. There you go. <laughs> we, we, we hope so. Well, Jeff and uh, Brent, okay. man, we we appreciate you guys coming on and talking with us and uh, talking about your win. And uh, we enjoy talking to new people. And you guys are definitely some new ones. And, man, we look forward to maybe having you guys back on again soon. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we, likewise. 
Like I was, we'll try to win another one soon. But <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. Well, hey, I you know what? And especially me and Bruce just like talking about bass fishing. You ain't got you ain't got to have a you ain't got to have a win. You you do not have to have a win to come on here. All you got to do is say, hey, let's talk, and we'll just start hitting the record. So. I hear you. I hear you. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate y'all having us. Thank, thank you. you. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. All right, guys. We hope that you all enjoyed tonight's show. Man, we appreciate all of our guests coming on. What a great show it's been. Man, a lot of great things oh, coming. Oh, definitely. A lot of great things coming from our sponsors and... uh you know, we're glad to have them on to talk about the new things coming in 2018. You know, we're, me and Bruce are definitely glad to be a part of George. And um, what's George's wife's name? I'm bad. Uh, and his Deborah. wife. Yep. And uh, the Hook Pal. Deborah. Yep, Deborah. And the Hook Pal. Definitely glad to be a part of them. Um, they are going to be our one of our giveaway sponsors for 2018. So, really, really excited about that. Um, contingency, you know, we're looking, to, me and him are going to hook up again at the Tennessee Valley Fishing Expo in January. I think it's 18th, 19th, and 20th, or 19th, 20th, 21st, or something like that. It's, it's right around that weekend right there. And uh, we're going to do some uh, recording and talking and a little Facebook live. But uh, it's great to talk to him about what they have going on there. And, um, all the great new things coming. They're growing. I mean, they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Let's hope it, you know, the numbers stay there. And uh, we always want to thank Captain Dale Wilson for giving us our uh, Smith Mountain Lake fishing report each and every month. Plus coming on the show every other week and uh, giving you guys an updated look at what all's taking place on Smith Mountain Lake. And last but not least, man, our Elite 70 winners. I mean, Bruce helped uh, arrange that one, and thank you, Bruce, for setting that up. And uh, I, was, I was pretty daggone good oh, no talking, talking to them boys about their win on oh. Kerr Lake. Um, oh, definitely. Before we go, man, we always got to thank our sponsors. And... Um, Well, let's 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 talk about the giveaway one more time, man. Make sure you guys go tonight or tomorrow, and please click the giveaways button on the BassCast.com for this month's contest. It takes two minutes to enter. You can enter through, you can create an account. That's what you kind of got to do. But you can do it through um, Facebook, Twitter, or you can create one by creating your own login. So please do that. Um, next weekend, we have the uh, Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail next uh, this coming Saturday, because it's Sunday. This coming Saturday, I'll be on Smith Mount Lake Parkway Marina, 7 to 3. Um, probably, 
I don't know. I heard this morning they launched at 7.30, so probably be that way again. But I will be at the lake at 6 o'clock registering boats. So come on out this Saturday. It's $110. So come on out this Saturday for the Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail. Had a great turnout for our very first one, 35 boats. And we're definitely grateful for that. So, our sponsors. And the fishing is only getting better. Yeah, it really is. And you guys can tell by day two results. I'll have them up for the... Um, Everything up tomorrow for the uh, Bass Quest tournament today, the Conrad Brothers tournament. We'll have all that up so you guys can see with an interview from the winners. But I want to thank Stanton River Outdoors for sponsoring the Bass Cast. Alta Vista, Virginia. They can be reached at 434-608-2601 for all you guys out there that did a lot of hunting. They've got ammunition, they got guns, they're ready to go. Got a little bit of clothing, so please buy local always. Dick's Sporting Goods, they sponsor the uh, Big Bass Lunker for the Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail. Um, make sure you give them a like and thank them for supporting the Bass Cast. Um, Parkway Marina, the uh, host for the Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail. BassBoatForSale.com, looking to buy a boat or sell a boat. Do it all on BassBoatForSale.com. And our giveaway sponsors, Missile Baits, Grey Goat Lures, Diablo Custom Baits, Vertical Flipping Lures, Doomsday Tackle, and Z-Bait Company. While we're talking about Vertical Lures, they have a brand new website that is up. Please go check it out now. VerticalLures.com. So, we're done, Brucey. want to thank everybody again. Uh, man, I always hate this part, the end. Yep, the end. I hate saying goodbye. Yeah, I do too. We, we really, 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 Just, uh, we enjoy doing these shows. I'll be honest, it takes a lot of time for me and Bruce. But we enjoy doing them. And we hope you guys do as well. Um, please make sure you share the show. I'll have it up tomorrow. Share um, our Facebook page, Basscast Radio. Like it if you haven't done so already. Um, if you guys are still listening, tomorrow we're going to put up a Hook Pal contest. And uh, all you got to do is uh, like, oh, and share, yeah. like and share the show. And uh, make sure you like Basscast Radio. So, but Definitely. have a wonderful have a wonderful night, everybody. Definitely. And uh, do yourself a favor: take a kid fishing, make a memory to last a lifetime. That's right. And as always, good night, everybody. Yeah, always. Please make sure you oh wear, yeah wear a life jacket anytime out there on the water. Make sure you got your life jacket on, please. I don't care what type of vessel you're in. It only takes three seconds, and that life jacket can save your life. So please do that. We'll see you guys. Definitely. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Have a great night. You've been listening to BassCast Radio, the best in local and national bass fishing. For more episodes, go to Spreaker.com slash Radio. Or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash BassCastRadio. And follow us on Twitter at BassCastNews.
When I need to send cash fast, the Western Union app is my go-to. And now you can send up to $500 for a $5 fee worldwide. All you have to do is download the app, choose the pay in cash option, then come in and pay at a participating Western Union agent location. Download the Western Union app today.